With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. Hi, everybody. Instant reaction. I decided to do this instant reaction and the Celtics heat game. There's still a couple of minutes remaining. There were warning signs. Now, I, you know, I just thought there was such a talent disparity with Boston and Miami. But remember during the Atlanta series with the Celtics. And remember, Quinn Snyder got hired by Atlanta, by the Hawks, in late February. All right. So he's implementing a system in season. <laughs> That's not easy. Quinn Snyder's an excellent coach, right? We know that. He got worn out of Utah. They didn't get tired of him. He got tired of them. He could. He didn't think he could compete at the highest levels. So he had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert didn't get along. There was infighting. And he just said, I'm done. But if you go back to game three of that series, Atlanta scored 130 points on the Celtics. Game four, Atlanta scored 121. Game five, they scored 119. Game six, 120. <laughs> Remember during that series, we kept saying, boy, Atlanta's getting a lot of good looks. Quinn Snyder in that series got buried in game one, started making adjustments as an excellent coach. That was a very competitive six-game series. And game six, the Celtics won that, 128-120. Remember that game, though? It was in doubt with about three and a half minutes to go. And then you look at Philadelphia. Good God, the Sixers have to be humiliated. <laughs> I mean, the Celtics disposed of them in game six and seven. But now you look at it and think, boy, Philadelphia, they, they, they got real issues. Mike Budenholzer won one game against Miami. So first of all, what my takeaway is before we bury the Celtics, I've had six or seven doctors in my life. I had a bad doctor. And think of what you have to go through to get licensed to be a doctor. We've had bad pilots, bad doctors, bad lawyers. I've had a bad lawyer years ago. Think what you have to go through to be a lawyer. There's a lot of average coaches in the NBA, and we've seen Eric Spolstra expose them, right? Coaches like Doc Rivers who are more culture-based, not really adjustment mavens. And I think Joe Mazzula for the Celtics is completely over his head. You know, a good coach will find your weaknesses. Um, you know, they'll attack your weakest defender. They'll find mismatches throughout the course of a series or a game and attack, attack, force you to make a chess move. Joe Mazzula doesn't. I feel like Joe Mazzula is playing defense against Eric Spolstra. I think the Heat were aggressive. They're attacking. Uh, they're creating mismatch situations. It feels like I, I really felt about eight minutes into this game, I think the Boston players don't buy into Joe Mazzula. 
So it's easy today. Let's trade everybody. It happens. You got to get rid of the coach. You can't go from last year's Celtics team defensively to this mess. Atlanta scored 120 plus. They got rid of their coach, a Philadelphia, an uneven team with, you know, Harden. Every other game is awful. Maxi is ascending, but he's not there as a two. Tobias Harris is an overpaid three, probably a four. And Embiid was banged up. They took the Celtics seven. So, listen, man, there is a gap between Eric Spolstra and the rest of the Eastern coaches, and you are seeing it. And so I think you just have to move on. Remember the Arizona Cardinals, Steve Wilkes, one year, boom. Cleveland Browns, Freddie Kitchens, didn't give him very long. You got into that situation. You had to hire a new coach because the previous coach, who you really liked, a defensive specialist, a stickler for details, got you to the finals, where you really outplayed the Warriors in the finals through three games. Jason Tatum was banged up and kind of fell apart. That was a well-coached series. You just ran out of Ran out of gas against the Warriors last year. This team's poorly coached. Defense is a mess with the same dudes mostly from last year. So do I think the Celtics, um, because they underachieved, have to tweak beyond that? I I think the Tatum-Brown thing is never going to be ideal. Should be noted. D-Wade and LeBron were not a perfect fit. There's been all sorts of great fits, Stockton and Malone without titles, and weird fits, D-Wade and LeBron, kind of the same player, neither a great perimeter player, both can drive and score, both physical, both defend, both really strong for their size. That wasn't perfect. They made it work. So you don't have to be ideal. Not everybody's going to be Jokic and Jamal Murray this year, where the big, the perimeter player, uh, both with a chip on their shoulder, both in their athletic prime. You know, I I feel like, you know, Jalen Brown and Tatum, you get your wings. Marcus Smart's not your classic point guard. He's a defensive guard. I, I, I think they have to not reboot, but slightly reconstruct this team. I feel too often it, it takes them a while to get into a play. Too much dribbling takes them a while to get into a play. I wish they had somebody that could just a confident floor leader that could hit threes. Jordan Poole won't happen, but throw it out there. Uh, they need some somebody with confidence that can shoot the big three. You could have somebody that doesn't have to be a great defender because Robert Williams is, Tatum is, Brown is, Marcus Smart is, you, Al Horford's not, but you don't need a great defender. Give me somebody who's confident, who can hit a three. I don't care if they make mistakes. That's why I've mentioned Jordan Poole. This team needs somebody to get the Celtics into the play. I just, I don't trust them in tight games. I don't trust them. Sometimes I feel like they're just missing their quarterback. They've got multiple wide receivers. They don't have a quarterback. And um, and I don't like Tatum in that role. And I, I mostly don't love Jalen Brown in that role. I don't think you have to make sweeping changes, but I'd, I'd rework the point guard space for them. You know, as far as the Miami Heat go, I have no problem with a Miami Heat-Denver Nuggets final, it will not rate from a TV perspective. You know, Denver and Miami, uh, Miami's got a great brand. Denver doesn't. I think it'll be a fascinating series. I think the size, length, and offensive excellence of Denver is going to, and I think they're well coached. It, it could be a lot for Miami to handle. Miami's doing a lot of this on coaching and self-belief. They're not this good. But when you have massive coaching mismatches, this is what a series looks like. I mean, Eric Spolstra against Mike Budenholzer. 
It's a mismatch. Eric Spolstra against Joe Mazzula. It's a mismatch. I remember when Nick Saban got to the SEC. You know, Nick Smart, Nick Saban in recent years didn't get dumb. He's just facing better coaches. Lane Kiffin's now in there. Kirby Smart's now in there. Some of the bigger programs have really bright young coaches. It's not like Nick Saban can't coach. He got dumber. He's got worse players. He just had Bryce Young. He's got great quarterback play, star receivers, stars everywhere. But when he walked into that conference, I mean, there was a bunch of C and D level coaches and Nick Saban walked all over them. And I think, I think Eric Spolstra and his staff look around and it's really JV. I mean, Tibbs is all about defense and effort. Uh, Budenholzer, you know, couldn't figure out some basic late game situational coaching. Missoula's completely over his skis. So this this is a lot of coaching and self-belief. I don't think you blow the Celtics up. I think you fire the coach, get a new guy, uh, and figure out the defense with a better coach will be fine. It's got good length. You got a lot of guys in their prime. I mean, your stars, Tatum and Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, all good defenders, all plus defenders. That's not the issue. Got to get a real coach. Give me a floor general. Just, 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 it just seems too hard too often for them offensively. Miami's going to go in an underdog to Denver. They should, but a great story. There's a reason they call it heat culture. We see this all the time in sports. And it also, can I throw this out there? It validates LeBron James going to Miami. It does make me question why he ever left. I think LeBron didn't like to be the NBA's villain, so he went back to Cleveland. Uh, but I absolutely believe if he stays, he wins titles. Probably not the following year. Dwayne Wade was aging. They had to make some moves. Chris Bosh, uh, not long after that, had a health issue, a medical issue. But um, it, it, it really does make you look at LeBron going to Miami. And LeBron's made really good business decisions in his career. You choose Spolstra. You choose D. Wade. You choose Pat Riley. Look at what they're doing. I mean, this is <laughs> – I don't remember ever seeing a favorite Boston go into a series and get humiliated. I couldn't take the last time a favorite opened the series at home and lost both games. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's happened recently. I don't remember it. Quick break. Thoughts on the Lakers Nuggets next. How great have the NBA playoffs been so far? If you live in one of those cities and wanted to go to the games, there is only one place to get tickets. The Game Time app. The fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last minute, amazing deals. They don't stop with the NBA. They do baseball, hockey, concerts, comedy shows too. Download the Game Time app and use the code Colin. C-O-L-I-N. Get $20 off your first purchase. 20 bucks off first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app. Use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. The Game Time app, the fastest growing sports app in the United States. Use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so uh, the Lakers may salvage a game against the Nuggets, but the Nuggets are longer. They're more dynamic. They have more good shot makers. Just think about it this way. Generally speaking, generally, if you have a competent coach, the Celtics don't. Darvin Ham's a competent coach. Um, if you have a competent coach, whatever team's stars are in their prime is a big advantage. Jamal Murray's in his prime. Jokic in his prime. Michael Porter in his prime. LeBron's four years past it. And AD, in my opinion, has several good years left. But I think because of his early injuries... Uh, he's he's you're either pre prime prime or post prime. He's post prime. He just entered post prime. Austin Reeves is limited athletically. D'Angelo Russell is a bounce around the league guy, talented, but you saw in this series he's a bounce around the league guy. There's a reason the Warriors gave up on him. The Lakers did. The T Wolves did, and the Lakers will again. He's a bounce around the league guy, immature, not consistent. I don't think he's a terribly smart basketball player on the floor. He doesn't play smart basketball. LeBron demands that. So. And, but it, it it is interesting. I mean, Denver's uh, a better team with more shot makers. Let's just right there. You you can blame it on LeBron, but if you look at LeBron's points, rebounds, and assists per game in this series, it's on Larry Bird's career average in the postseason. It's not LeBron. Yes, he's shooting way too many threes late in the game. That's to conserve energy. But he you know he's giving you about twenty three points. You know, ten assists, nine rebounds. That's not the issue. The issue is the further you go in the postseason in the NBA, often your your role players shrink. And that's why I bring this up. Are you going to run it back? LeBron's going to be older. AD's off his best year. You're going to pay Austin Reeves all that money? He was sort of exposed. You're getting rid of D'Angelo Russell, obviously. Malik Beasley. I mean, you know you're moving off certain guys. But, you know, when I suggest... That I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you do with LeBron and AD. I mean, this they overachieved. If the Celtics are underachieving, the Lakers are overachieving. I mean, this this really is when you when you. I know Laker fans want to point fingers at Darvin Ham or LeBron James. Your best player shows up every other game offensively. AD. LeBron's 38 years old. Can can be brilliant in spurts, but disappears. Austin Reeves is undrafted. He is what he is athletically. Good three-point shooter in the series, but he is what he is. And D'Angelo Russell's a flake. That's the team. 
I mean, Rui Hachimura is not going to take and carry and be essential to win a championship. Keep him fine. It's like KCP. KCP never afraid to take a big shot. I love him. You can win with him. You can win without him. I feel the same way with Rui. Win with him, win without him. He's not essential. They'll probably keep him. Good length can hit a three. This team doesn't have a lot of guys that hit the three. Reeves, Rui can hit threes. LeBron certainly can't. But, you know, I, I, I said this all year. I didn't see this as a championship team and getting uh, probably swept or a gentleman sweep. They're not a championship team. They're not close to Denver. I don't think they're close to Miami. They probably could beat Boston right now because of their coaching ineptitude. But remember, they, the Lakers did get a little break because both of the Memphis Grizzlies bigs, Brendan Clark and Steven Adams, were hurt. They faced a very immature team that had had John Morant turmoil and chaos, and it was missing their two bigs. It was a small, immature Grizzlies team. Then they faced the Warriors, a very small, Steph-reliant Warriors team that Steve Kerr noted they weren't a championship team this year. They, they had one of the league's worst road records. And then all of a sudden, they faced a big, athletic, long Nuggets team, and they're not getting any of those free, cheap gimmies they got against the Grizzlies and the Warriors when they'd score 8 to 10 points per game just on size and length and tipping it around, volleyballing it around. They're not getting that against Denver. They have to earn their points, and it's a low-ceiling offense. On the nights that Anthony Davis is engaged, it can be really strong. He's that's every other night. So I, I don't know when I suggest, you know, it, it. this is the moment to move off AD. He stayed healthy. He's relevant. He was against Memphis and Golden State. Absolutely, utterly dominant. He's got value. You're going to cross your fingers and bring it back. I, I To me, Rob Palenka, the jam deserves a ton of credit. And, I, and I'd said this throughout the season. He made the Lakers better. He made the Lakers good. He didn't make them great. There's only so much you can do at the trade deadline. He got rid of toxicity with Westbrook. They immediately became a better defensive team. And the guys that should have been taking the shots, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Rui, Austin Reeves, were taking the shots. He used length, Rui and Vanderbilt, Jared Vanderbilt, to his advantage. I thought he was a, a good adjuster game to game. Not maybe as good in game, but game to game, he made nice adjustments. They're fine with Darvin Ham. But, you know, you bring it back, you know the Warriors are going to make a big move. Denver's not going anywhere. There's a lot of talk now about the Dallas Mavericks getting DeAndre Ayton. Phoenix is going to make moves. Memphis, you'll get a better version of Memphis next year. Whatever Memphis is, they'll probably have Steven Adams back. So um, I think these are legitimate questions. Whereas with the Celtics, I think it's a new coach issue. I'd like to see another point guard. With the Lakers, you, there's a real argument. This team overachieved. The West was weird and wonky. They may want to. They may. Wanna, they may want to take a big, big swing here. I don't think it's crazy. You're gonna run it back. LeBron's not getting younger. Anthony Davis. This is what he is now. Great every other game. Austin Reeves is not getting more athletic and more dynamic. Shoots good threes, creates contact. Nice player. Should be the fifth best starter. Uh, maybe fourth on a championship level team. I'd take a big swing if I was the Lakers. Big brand, big swing. All right, instant reaction. Fun stuff over the weekend. Back on FS1 tomorrow with J-Mac, Premier Radio. Two best players in this series have been Jamal Murray and Jokic. 
and they're both in their athletic prime. It's just not that complicated. The Volume Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.